0: All right. Welcome to the Mind Works podcast. Today we're going to talk about we were thinking about this topic for a little while and we were like thinking, should we talk about it or should we not talk about it? But we're going to talk about
1: it. We're going to talk about it. So,
0: the issue for today or the topic is is this whole gender nonconformity thing mm-hmm. good for society? Now it's a very, very, very hot topic. So please, what I want everyone to understand before I begin, I don't know about you, Kevin, but for me, I respect everyone's decision to label themselves as they please, right? But when we get, when we start getting into the objectivity of this topic, we have to be aware of the effects it may have on society because that is the topic. Is gender nonconformity good for society like this whole topic is, is a good thing to say hey let's use the they them pronouns I'm I'm a f- female by birth but I'm labeling myself as a he um, I'm labeling myself as non-binary I mean what the hell is going on let's right. talk about it and how
1: does it affect people's mental health.
0: Oh yeah, right. big one. How that does this whole thing? So let me first start off by telling you how it affects my mental health, right? Okay. Now, once again, I'm not against people. I have respect, total respect for people who decide to classify themselves as whatever they want. But for me personally, I really don't give a shit. Um, I, I, cla- if I were to classify myself, I classify it as a he because I'm a guy. I, I mean, you can see it. Um, I'm, I'm a guy. Right, so to me, I don't really care if you call me a a a, a he. Wait, actually, you know what? Thinking about it, actually, I kind of would be offended if somebody called me a girl, like a right. she. Right. I kind of now now thinking about it. Wait, hold up. Tables are turning in my head right now. Right. So, like, I kind of would be offended, actually, if somebody labeled me a she, even though I classify myself as a he. So, right. okay, now I'm starting to understand
1: and see the bigger picture there. Her podcast. where someone say? Yeah, I listen to her podcast.
0: Oh, come on. I'd be like, bro, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a he. I'm a he. But you can clearly see that. That's the, that's the issue, right? Mm-hmm. So, to me, what I have an issue with is when I'm working with clients, right? And now I have to start to have some sort of respect and I have to be mindful of people's pronouns when I talk with them. And to be honest with you, for myself, my own mental health. Now talking to people nowadays, it gives me a whole bunch of fucking anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like I'm worried to the point that okay, I'm about to meet a new client today. Let me talk to the client. Let me figure them out. Let me ask them questions and stuff like that. And then I start to worry like okay, did I did I you know say that I label them the right way? That I you know I, I and I don't even ask a person when I first start speaking to them like. If they are a girl or or a boy or a right. man or a woman. Right. I mean, I've never done that. Even before the gender nonconformity issues.
1: What if there was like some fluidity or like you weren't sure if it was a, a biologically girl or boy? You know, sometimes it's like, yo, I don't know.
0: Um, I mean, that? it was actually that actually has happened to me a couple of times, but. Typically, people, lay, like, say it in their, in the, when they first reach out for services, they contact me and say, hey, you know, I've been having, I'm, I'm this, this is what I am, you know, like, they'll say, oh, I'm transgender mm-hmm. or whatever, so I, then I know, okay, I'm coming in this to be respectful, or, you know, some people would reach out to services saying, you know, like, oh, my partner and I, and, like, she, and it's a girl, and gotcha. they're, like, she, and then I'd be like, okay, so, like, you know, you might be, like, um, you know, a lesbian or whatever, but I still ask sexual orientation all the time, like, that's, yeah. that's a, that's a different topic, but I'm talking about, like, the pronouns. Like, what do I dress you as? Are you a he, a she, or are you, like, a they or them? Yeah. You know? I mean, it kind of just, like, makes me feel anxious, like, when I have to go through that discussion with someone. And then, I don't know, like, uh, the other day I was talking with a client, and, like, he mentioned that in his college course, the teacher said, hey, everyone, uh, so we're going to go around the class, we're going to introduce our our names, our major, and just let us know your pronouns. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like... Oh, now, now you're going to, like, you know, put people on the spot like that? Right. Like, you're going to be like, okay. So, like, what if, like, a, a dude is, like, classifies themselves as a she? Now now the whole class is probably going to look at that person differently, being like, oh, yeah, uh, guys, I label myself as a she, even though, like, you can clearly see that it's a he.
1: Right. And
0: so, like, what does that do to people's biases that don't
1: really agree with all this shit? The anxiety is real. It is. Um, even before we even started this video, I you know, we, we were talking, and I was like, damn, I want to be make sure I don't offend, right? And up until now, I'm still kind of not as comfortable in a weird way, <laughs> even though I'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty comfortable, confident person. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to this, you know, I think that because of the state that we're in now in terms of gender fluidity and all this, like, it's very easy uh, to get, pressed in charge with, like, transphobia, homophobia. There's all these names. Hey, to, hey,
0: hey, hey, so slow the breaks right? down there. I know gay people that don't agree with the whole non-binary shit. Right, right. I know tons of gay
1: people that don't agree with it. And <laughs> and I guess myself, I'm a, uh, officially, this is how it was taught in school, cisgender heterosexual man. Whoo!
0: Right? Those words are like cisgender heterosexual man. So many uh, fucking syllables within that sentence. Right.
1: So, you know, I think that, and especially when you have two cisgender heterosexual men together talking about something that, or at least a subgroup that we're not in.
0: Uh-oh, here comes the feminist, Right? <laughs> we, you
1: got to be PC. You got to be politically correct. Um, mm-hmm. Especially now with Gen Z being very... Uh, Sensitive with these conversations So I mean I got a lot to say Let me just uh, drink some more of these little Terramana Oh yeah shout out to The Rock by the way The
0: Rock got the Terramana I'm sorry The Rock that we're talking about Such a touchy topic while we're sipping on your tequila But it's really
1: smooth I wonder what The Rock brings Yeah we should ask them The (laughs) Rock
0: What the fuck do you think about gender nonconformity Or gender fluidity Whatever the hell you want to call it What do you think about it And what do you classify yourself as
1: You know what really hit me when I and again, I uh, I feel like I don't even all right, let me not even I'm gonna say it one more time. I have the utmost respect for everyone, every human being in the world. Right. Of course, me um, too. I'm a fucking
0: therapist. What do you expect yeah. me to do? Not not have respect for people, but at the end of the day, even though I'm a therapist, I'm very understanding about other people's issues, I'm a human being.
1: Right. So what really hit me was me thinking about my future and the next generation and my children and my nieces, and my nephews, right? And also thinking about uh them growing up in this generation how that's gonna affect them right you have a kid as well right yeah. and kind of you growing up with uh, a different society in a whole different world than he's gonna grow up in right yeah so you know i think that when that hit in my head i was like i don't i'm more traditional in the sense of gender. Oh, of with course, me too. my and my nephews. And I would be also with my kids, even though I don't have kids right now. Um, concerned. I would be more traditional in that and, sense. And concerned. And concerned.
0: I mean, like, because, you know, it's just like um, being more traditional. That's where that's what we grew up. That's our experiences, right? right? So all these people that are growing up now and doing these pronoun things. And even, like, business corporations are doing it. And people everywhere, like, on Zoom calls and everything. Right. It's like you see their name. And then it's like she, her... But that's actually like social media that actually makes that happen. And even mm. I think like, you know, they put that that option to put it on your bio and stuff mm, now. Yeah. So like obviously people are going to use it because right. they want to seem like they're respectable. You right. know, you want to have some sort of respect for these people. But at the end of the day, what does that do to a society in general? That's the question. Like mm. to, to just imagine what what does gender fluidity do to a society? I think it's dangerous because it's going to separate those traditional people with those new aged people. And it's Mm going to cause a divide and people are going to start arguing about it and fighting over it and getting so distressed over it to the point that we're going to fucking probably end up in a fucking civil war. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) Imagine, imagine like this whole shit like is like part of that, that, that (laughs) that, agenda. that, That agenda. Oh my God. Talking about agendas. You saw the VMAs.
1: I didn't. Oh, yeah, good. Good. I heard things about it. And oh I'm, my I'm, I'm god. I'm straight on that.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Man, I was I was so let me tell you, I was watching the VMAs. I was watching yeah. it with my son, right? Okay. And I, you know, what else? was your son? Three. Okay. So I mean, fair enough. Once Little Nas X came up on stage half naked, yeah. I was like, oh hell no, I gotta it. Yeah. I was like, I, I didn't I, I closed it before oh. he could even see it. I was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. And I just changed the channel,
1: put on some like uh but you see these hardcore like liberal lefty toxic feminists like i saw a video of like a 6 7 month old and the mom was like oh he's gay and he's going to be gay and it was well, that's, the that's a that's a thing video. that's a thing so I, I yeah you can find
0: that weird but you got to have respect for that mom yeah but i i respect that mom i respect moms that do that because that's their ideology and that's what they want to pass on to the kids that's up to them but like i said what does that do to society now? Right. That's when it becomes the issue. Not the mom telling them, hey, like my son is gay, whatever the case may be. It's the repercussions of that. Right. How is that kid going to go into school now? Right. A society of like, Okay, so maybe there's a bunch of kids whose parents are like that nowadays. Maybe the the younger generation parents are probably more like that, but you still got the old traditional parents like myself, 33 years old, 32, 31, 30-year-old parents that grew up in a time period where all this gender nonconformity, gender fluidity stuff wasn't even existing. Right. We're raising our kids in what we believe. And I have respect for that mom that says, okay, my child is gay. But, all right.
1: how, but how does, how does she know that child is gay at like six months, That months?
0: that That is like a question that I'm kind of confused about too. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I said, I have respect for people and what they believe. Like if you want to believe that and you want to raise your kid that way, by all means, go ahead. But don't, don't start coming back at other people once, you're, once your kid starts getting bullied in school and everyone starts laughing at him and starts picking on him because of this reason. If It really all depends on the society that you're growing up in. If you're in a society and you're passing that sort of knowledge down, maybe like in the south, southern states or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, oh, forget it. Your kid's going to get
1: bullied to oh, yeah. To. to a, They'll be moving to, uh, to uh, Cali but, or yeah. New York.
0: Oh, yeah, Cali or New York. Mm-hmm. So if you're raising your child in New York or California, okay. and that's why. see. See, even us just talking about different states Yeah. and like the generalization of like, how your kid is going to do in school right. because of this belief you and it goes back to what i was saying the whole civil war thing mm. you know what i mean like it's dividing us more and people aren't realizing that and i think that's right. the issue i think that's what it's doing to society i think this whole gender fluidity thing is dividing us and that is the problem about it all yeah and i think i think that is a touchy topic to touch on and to talk about but it is facts. Yeah. I talk to so many different people a day. Some people agree with the gender fluidity thing. Some people don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some people actually hate that shit. Really? Yeah. Some people hate it. Yeah. They're like, "Why the fuck do I have to work my mind up to like, cl- like, please you and your right. beliefs over this pronoun issue?" Right. And you know, like, I'm I'm kind of just like, damn, that's that's pretty harsh, but. That's what it is. So the more you seep into this agenda of gender fluidity, the more division that you're actually probably causing to society. Cause there are people that are literally not going to believe in that. Right. And you're going to try to push that agenda Mm
1: -hmm. onto these people. And when you said, what does the great society got me thinking? Because I have these conversations, with my family all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, they have a very traditional Roman Catholic perspective. Um, And, you know, they have very strong beliefs and values and uh, when it comes to gender and and marriage and and all these things. Right. Uh, But, you know, at the same time, you know, I think that they've been silenced because yeah because they the fucking cancel culture right like
0: us just talking about this i wouldn't even be surprised if like we just like pe- like i lose clients over this or some shit right like, i wouldn't so, even be
1: surprised so one one thing that really hit me when my sister she's very wise with this religion and, and everything mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah i think she even has like a master's in theology or whatever and you know one thing that she mentioned is like this isn't new, like this like ideas this new age out of the tradition kind of thing was around during the jesus era it was around you know all these centuries and this isn't new it's taking a, a new form is is in a new age but all these out of the box uh ideas and theologies and um I mean, and her extreme version is that satanism um has been around for quite some time mm. um and for whatever reason the you know, I, I don't know what the you know, like you said, the societal impact is going to be, uh, but it does seem like a little bit like a war, um, and like hidden agendas which are beyond some of our intellectuals and just perception and scope. Um, it's 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 tricky.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, you said Satanism, which is like crazy to even classify that word in that yeah. realm because honestly, to be honest with you, I kind of disagree with the whole labeling that as Satanism because I do work with people who believe in that. And those people are the kindest people at heart to be honest with you. And like, that's why I, I am going to be straight up. Like once again, as I say, I always have respect for everyone's beliefs, but have respect for my belief. Right. And my belief is that I just don't agree with that shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe, I don't, I don't agree with having to, I agree with you wanting to be gender fluid as an individual. Okay. By all means, go ahead do that. But don't, I just don't agree with the fact that that has to be pushed onto me. Yeah. Like that. I have to start to now create this anxiety within myself Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm classifying this individual correctly. Right. It's like, I already have enough to worry about. I got fucking bills. I got, (laughs) I got clients. I got to worry about their mental health, wealth and well-being and shit. And like, I got a fucking son that I need to care for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I have to add this into my freaking anxiety and my stress in my life. To like be like, oh, did I did I offend that person? Did I call them yeah. a she when he's labeling it he? Or did I oppress them Did I oppress somebody? Did I did I step on someone's toes by accident and didn't mean to? It's it's just like a whole bunch of sensitivity that I just personally feel like. Can we just like, go back to two thousand and eight? Yeah, can, we just right. go, can we just go back to like 2010? Right. O- Obama was president. Like things were great. Everyone was like happy. <laughs> COVID wasn't a thing. Like you know, it was a great time period that we had, and we lost it <laughs> all because of what? Who started this, by the way? Who started this agenda? Who started the whole gender fluidity thing? What did that come out of?
1: I don't know the history.
0: Who's the uh, Who's the creator of it?
1: What I What I would say is, you know, going back to being silenced, it's that's what it's doing to a lot of, uh, society today. I feel like, um, folks who have viewpoints like yourself Mm -hmm. are not able to express themselves and, uh, grieve, or they just like talk about it because I mean, you're, you know, you're very confident in yourself and you know, the impact that you can potentially get from speaking. Yeah. But there are other people out there who, you know, aren't silenced because they don't have that kind of privilege that you have to just get on the podcast and just talk your shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in one aspect, I'm you're, speaking for ex- those people.
0: Exactly. I'm speaking for those people. And I know those people agree with me. I know you agree. I know you're out there. You're right. definitely out there. You're probably like the same way. You're in the same boat. But I'm not saying, once again, I'm not saying that I don't respect those people who want to do that. I have total respect for them. Right. I, I respect everyone's position. Right. But at the end of the day, even though I'm a therapist, I'm still a human. And I have my beliefs. I have my biases. I have sure. my, my, human, my humanism. And that's what makes us human is yeah. that we can have these beliefs. We can have these experiences. Like... A lot of people right now are probably thinking, wow, that guy, that guy, he's an asshole therapist because now he's talking about how he doesn't believe in gender fluidity and he's an asshole. But I'm not right. I help people for a living. I've been helping people for fucking seven years of my life already. I dedicate seven years of my time on this earth listening to people's problems, hearing people out, empathizing with people, understanding people, respecting people. Freaking loving to some extent, extent. I I I love my clients. I love the people I work with, whether they're non-binary, gay, straight, whatever the case may be. I work with all types of people, and I love what I do. I'm not a bad person just because I disagree with you on something. I'm not. Doesn't make somebody bad. If anything, it probably makes you bad. Yeah, I mean, because like you can't agree with me, but I can agree with you. Mm-hmm. So how can I? How can how can you disagree with me when I'm telling you, I still have respect for you. If you choose to be a gender non-conforming individual, I still respect you. And I understand you because the reason why I understand you is because I've worked with people like you, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I'm my own person and I have my own values and my own beliefs. Basically what you're trying to say, if if you hate me because of me not agreeing with you, you're basically saying that like, okay, I I should be gay then. I should be gay. I should fuck men. If you're gay and you're listening to this and you hate me because I'm saying I don't agree with gender nonconformity, then you're basically telling me, no, you should be gay. So you're trying to change me. Mm. But why? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I have total respect for everybody. Can I get some of that respect back, though?
1: Right. For your own opinion and your own viewpoints of life. Sure.
0: You know what I mean? Like, so like, if I'm going to put this out and you guys are going to watch this and you're going to see this, like, have some respect for my own opinion. Because I respected right. so many different types of people. It's people that I even disagreed with. I work with like, you know, I work with like Trump supporters. Okay. I've worked with like freaking um, extreme liberals. I've worked with like extreme Republicans. I've worked with like the gayest people person in the world right and i i love that guy he's he's amazing you know he he gives me like some sort of good energy when i talk with him Mm -hmm. it's so funny because sometimes when i talk with him he's like girl i'm like i'm not a girl (laughs) though bro i'm i'm (laughs) you know he's like he's like talking to me all gay and shit he's like girl you know what i did today i'm just like all right yeah what do you do you know i don't find that offensive right i'm not getting offended i'm actually having a good time talking to this dude you know what I mean? Like yeah. I like I respect everyone's way of living, you know, right. but you got to have some sort of respect for what I believe.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you hit a spot on. I think that again, you're 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 speaking for a lot of people who are in this position um who are not yeah. able to uh feel safe in speaking this and their truth about, you know, Yeah, this is coming
0: from a guy who's like, you know, understanding the world. So, like, understand me. You know what I mean? If I can understand thousands of people, which I don't think I've reached that caseload yet. I think I probably worked with like maybe like, what, like 300, 400 people in my career. Maybe a little more or less, whatever. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Just have some respect for that. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I I don't agree with this gender nonconformity thing or the gender fluidity thing. Because I just, I I can see the impact it's going to have on society. And it's not going to be a good one.
1: Yeah, I mean there are curriculums now, pre kindergarten, even before that, where they're teaching, um, ex-genders.
0: Oh hell no! No 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 no. So you haven't? I don't know where
1: your son goes to school, but
0: no 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 no! I'm not gonna! I'm not gonna allow that to. Like a- I, I mean I heard- that that's why that's why honestly, a book I, about alien X. I agree with that no gay bill that Florida passed. I agree with that shit. I don't yeah. think kids should be learning about sexuality at such a young age. I really don't. I don't think that's a topic that should be discussed at that age because mm. that's like, no. You're that basically if you do that, you're pushing an agenda on a person's sexuality. Mm. A kid, a kid, yeah. A- a four or five, six, seven year old, you're pushing an agenda, telling them that it's okay to be gay. It's okay to be lesbian. It's okay to do these things. You're pushing that. You're gonna influence that mentality. You're gonna influence it. Why are you gonna do that? Why do you wanna do that to
1: a child? What is yeah. your agenda? It's uh I, I, at what at what point, I don't know. I guess <laughs> I'm thinking like, at what <laughs> point is our is this vlog like podcast gonna get like snippeted? into sections and then they won't have any other context about what you said in the beginning or the end and they'll like take snippets of it right that's like the new social media thing hey they take Uh, snippets
0: of it whatever (laughs) listen to the podcast then so you get a better idea And if you don't want to listen to a podcast then that's your fucking problem (laughs) but like i said continuing on once again i have respect for all people but why i i I don't uh, people that i don't respect actually are pedophiles i do not respect pedophiles that's like that's actually one of the group of people that I cannot work with. Pedophiles and murderers. I, I can't work with those people.
1: The pedophiles, they were trying to like include themselves in the like LGBTQ. You know how they were oh like putting God. other acronyms oh. and there was like a group of pedophiles who were like advocating to have their uh little letter put on there as well and added on.
0: So there's like a psych, there's like a few psychologists that actually believe, you know, when it comes to like that 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 pedophilia is a sexual orientation. Oh yeah. Which is Excuse me. It has some validity, actually. Really? Yeah, because, like, um, some if you talk to a pedophile, you know, like, there's actually case studies of pedophiles that say that, um, you know, I it's something that I can't control. It's, like, something that I, I there's even been pedophiles that even castro, castrate themselves. Really? Yeah. Like, because they, they know it's something wrong. They know oh. within themselves it's wrong to do this, but yeah. their urge to have it is different. So like sexuality, there's actually that, and then that, that's why they're saying like with sexuality is a strong biological mechanism. Mm. But when we're talking about like gender fluidity, that's more psychological, mm. you know, because like yeah, you can definitely ident- you can choose to identify yourself as whoever you please to or yeah. whatever you want to. Like yeah, okay, but you're choosing that. But in reality, your body itself knows what you want. Okay,
1: so I I uh, took adult psychopathology class and whatever, and I I don't know, I I didn't really read too well on the dsm i thought it was packed and I, I i didn't think it was uh culturally appropriate for the folks that i work with um but there is a section where it is there is uh what you called it before
0: gender dysphoria
1: Gender dysphoria do you yeah. have any more info on that like how does what is that what are the criterions of that so the criteria
0: of gender dysphoria is basically um an individual that has you know anxiety and stress because they feel they're not associated with the correct gender. Mm. So like, you know, if they're born a female, they start to develop anxiety, stress, even depression be- because they feel that they are an actual male. Okay. So gender dysphoria is actually, you know, pretty real. Yeah. Um, which is interesting, but it's rare. Okay. The statistics, if you look at the DSM five, and you look at the statistics of gender dysphoria, The statistics are very low now, Mm. but I'm pretty sure if they looked at the statistics more recently, Mm. that number probably went up. Mm. Got you. Why? Got you. You turn on the VMAs, what do you see? What are these kids looking at? Right. You turn on, you know, now you go into a a store, what flag do you see? Right. Right. You um walk into, I don't know, you just walk anywhere. It's like rainbows everywhere. Yeah.
1: It's more so in liberal states and like lefty states. Like New York City, I mean,
0: they should do a study on that. California. California. They should. They should. If you go
1: to the middle of the world, and this is the thing, too. This is what I tell people all the time, right? Like if you go to like Wyoming and Wisconsin and Kentucky, they don't play that. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't play that. And I think. A lot of the reason why New York City and LA is so overpopulated with migrants from these states is because they don't play that, right? So then, you know, folks who, you know, are experiencing this or who want, you know, to be in a place in a neighborhood that more, I guess, accepts them more, they come to New York and they go to California, Mm, right? Yeah. They leave those
0: states and then they come to the liberal states because they know that's where they can have their
1: ultimate freedom, right? Yeah. But they don't be playing that all over the, all over, all over the, United States. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of red states that don't play that.
0: I want to go back to the gender dysphoria thing because now that's an interesting uh, topic, right? I think, like, um, it's rare, though. Like, the statistics for gender, dis- gender dysphoria is fairly new. I think they just added it to the DSM-5, actually. Mm. So, it's, it's actually even, like, a new thing. Okay. You know? So, and then DSM-5 was created, what, like, nine years ago? 2013, I think, the the DSM-5? Five, yeah, like... Re- 2013, 2014, I think it was published. Yeah. Um, you could correct me on that, but I think it was, like, somewhere... Like, almost almost a decade ago, basically. Yeah. It's been, like, eight, nine years, and they renew it every 10 years. So I know, like, next year, they're probably going to renew it again or something. Um, but... Yeah, gender dysphoria is definitely a new thing. And always remember, you know, like it's interesting when you even talk about the DSM-5 because the DSM-5 is actually always changing. Mm. You know, like like in the DSM-2, uh, being gay or having gay tendencies was considered a mental disorder. Mm. Talk to him. So like now we came into a world where or a realm of life or a time period of life where now that's accepted. And I think that's great. I think it's honestly like I, I, you know, I work with so many gay people, and I really appreciate the work I do with them. It really opens my perspective to their life and their lifestyle. And I think it's um, you know, I I'm happy that like you know there's more acceptance mm-hmm. of that sexuality in our societies now. But the thing that I'm skeptical about is the whole gender nonconformity thing, the gender fluidity. That's gonna cause people to get like you know, angry and division and divide. And I think that's where that that's, that's going to take us, honestly.
1: Yeah. But there, I, I think, I think it, it, like, like you mentioned, like 2008, it was a lot different or at least it was on, it was under the carpet and the way it just kind of exponentially um, grew. You know, I, again, like I'm, I'm still stuck on like how and what is it going to do? like the initial question like what is it going to do to society as a whole and like what where how where is it going to get like what's i mean what's the end goal
0: i've seen this shit separate families yeah like i've seen this shit like dad daughter daughter says i'm not a she i want to change my name to like rabbit or frog yeah. or some shit like i'm not a i'm not a girl i don't want to be a girl and dad is there like stressing the fuck out probably fucking doing lines of coke because of it on the weekends mm-hmm. probably like cheating on his wife because whatever the case may be daughter's all crazy yeah. and that's how he's seeing it. Mm-hmm. It separates families yeah it's separating children and their parents right do you un- do you not understand what you guys who believe in this gender fluidity thing are actually doing to families? No because you don't work with people. And this is why I think my word is very powerful because I've seen it dismantle families. I've seen it make father and daughter disagree to the point where father doesn't even want to talk to daughter anymore because of these ideologies. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's separating families. That's number one. It can separate families. I've seen it happen literally in front of me. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure any other father that's listening to this podcast would probably be like, damn, this motherfucker's right. Like, my son is the same way, and I fucking hate my son because of it. Right. And it sucks. And it really does suck. And I feel bad for people that have to go through that. But it is the reality of the situation. This shit is fucking up people's families. Right. So if you want to keep pushing this agenda and pushing this ideology, go ahead. Keep doing it then. Right. But you just got to realize the impact you're having on people that you don't even know as you keep pushing this agenda. What do you think of the term Latinx? I don't agree with it. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Man, when you fucking talk Spanish, it's a fucking love language. You use the feminine pronouns for the fucking words. You can't separate femininity, feminine pronouns. You can't separate that shit in, the Latin, in, in Spanish.
1: Yeah. You so can't makes,
0: say yeah. el madre. <laughs> You can't say la padre. You can't say all this. Sh-. That's you, facts, though. You can't say that. Right. Even in French, even in Italian. You can't say things that don't include. You need to use those pronouns. You need to use the feminine pronoun, the masculine pronoun. You got to use that. And this is why I think, like, you know, if you're a, a Latino or a Latina and, you know, you're all about this, you're dismantling your own culture. It's deep. I mean, hate me for saying the truth, but it's reality. Right. Like if you're if you're saying oh Latin X oh da da, like to be honest with you, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? <laughs> right. Like what are you trying to prove? I mean, are you trying to change? The, are you going to create a whole new language structure? Because if you're going to do that, then okay, do it. <laughs> mm. But if you're gonna, you know, like you're basically contradicting yourself when you say Latin X because the Latin language is all feminine and masculine pronouns right even the words right it's like what are you
1: trying to accomplish there? yeah so i was i was i was pressed and pressured to use that term in my graduate program um and you know i definitely was not one to be like i don't believe in this i'm not gonna use it i had to use it when i spoke in class and papers and this and that um i would get auto-corrected maybe even points off who knows right um, just because I didn't use the, I put, didn't put the X in there. Um, and <laughs> I graduated. So now I'm like, yo, man, that, that, I, didn't I mean, does does the, the
0: Latin Latinx. X thing have like a deeper meaning behind it besides like gender fluidity? Cause that's what it's based on. Right. Or, or am I wrong? Like I might be wrong here, but like, what is the Latin X? What is the point of that? As well, far
1: as I know, it's supposed to be inclusive of all genders and not just Latino. Because you may not identify as Latino. So it's more inclusive for those who are not not Latino, not Latina. You know, Lat- I think there's like another term, like Latin. I don't even know. Um, but I think there's a extra part of it too, where it's just like any gender you want to identify as, it's all included in the Lat- Latinx. Okay, so it's based on like a gender thing. Oh, yeah, 100%.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a gender thing. So, do, are they going to stop speaking the language then?
1: You know what? The funny thing was when the last thing I thought was like, "All right, if this is supposed to be so inclusive, then let's say it in Spanish, not Latino. Let's uh, let's all learn and practice how to say Latino in the native tongue, right?" It, 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 like Latino. You know, I, I
0: Latino. How do you say X in Spanish? X, no, I think they say Latinx. X.
1: Latinx. When they say it in Spanish, hmm. yeah, so it's a big, it's a big thing. And honestly, I didn't even know about this term until I applied for this program. I didn't know about the term. What was the program? I just learned it. It was a oh man, you could do your your Google. It's a it's one of the city schools.
0: But um, what's the what was the program though
1: about? Ah, psychology. Oh, it was the Latinx my, Counseling my Psychology yeah. class? Yeah. yeah. It was called Latinx Psychology? No, psych- the program was called Latinx, counsel- Latinx mental health counseling.
0: How'd you feel going there?
1: Um I'm glad I graduated. <laughs> type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh if-
0: I, I mean, you know, all right. I, I I I I can respect it. And once again, I'm gonna respect it. All right, like I I I think Latinx people have a point, but like my point is, how, are you gonna ch- are you gonna stop speaking Spanish? Because Spanish is a very gender <laughs> profiling right. language, right? Like even the words. Oh yeah, for sure. Are pretty like everything,
1: even like objects
0: and stuff. Yeah, even objects are like have yeah. a feminine yeah, or yeah. masculine yeah. frame pronoun or yeah. So like if you're Latinx like does that make sense for you to like should you keep speaking Spanish in that way or do you start speaking a different language
1: you know the overarching reasons for this is because of the patriarchal society that we live in right that's the big fight against patriarchy um and at times we it's even like white patriarchy Right. So mm-hmm. it's like dismantling patriarchy and uh, finding a way to give d- oppressed people more agency and uh, inclusiveness into our patriarchal society. Right. That's like the that's I guess that, that's like the headline. Right. So
0: oppressed like, people like you mean like oppressed women.
1: That's the headline. So it starts with gender, race, sexuality. Uh, so it like it, it branches. There's a whole bunch of different identities, right? Mm. And like, so if you're like you're a white cisgender heterosexual male, then you're like, and you got that privilege of our societal patriarchal uh structure. Hmm. So the big thing is dismantling patriarchy and finding a more equitable um, way of living or society.
0: And you do that through like getting rid of genders?
1: I guess. I guess that's part of it. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's other, you know, things with it. Um but yeah, I guess that's part of it.
0: I, I'm I'm really like as you're talking, I'm really trying to understand it. Yeah. Like I'm really like digging into my dome and like trying to understand that whole concept, to be honest with you. Right. And I can see it almost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're almost there. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost there. I, I got. It. I'm getting we there. Almost got
0: I, I'm almost got, got it. it. I just need to be educated, right? Right. Yeah. So I mean, it. it and empathetic too. And you're, empathetic. You're, yeah. Exactly. So like, I'm. I'm. Empathetic. I'm seeing it. Okay. I see it. I see it. Yeah. I, I see what you mean now. I, I see what they mean. I mean. Right. Okay. So basically, Latin X is more about like, um, equity. Yeah. Like not even equality, more like equity. Right. So, hmm. Right, okay. I could see that. That's pretty cool, actually. Right. And and yeah, was, I I could agree with that part. Yeah. Oh, I could agree with the equity part and like trying to like change and do that patriarchal like change and stuff like that. That sounds pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So that's I mm-hmm. I believe so. I mean, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think that's part of it. Cool. Is it working? I don't I don't, know. I don't know what the end goal is either. I don't know. I wonder.
0: I, I wonder if, if I went to like a you know uh, like Columbia or some shit and I started. Talking about that, I wonder like
1: what they would say. Uh, try to pull that in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Huh. Try to pull. I do know what they Jamaica. would say in Colombia about that Sheet. because, like, I
0: feel like Colombians are like very, um, so oriented in like their gender roles, kind of like you know the women get their yep. bodies done, mm. the men like like the long hair and like the femininity and stuff yeah. like that. So once you start neutralizing that, mm-hmm. what happens? Culture disappears. Right. Culture changes. I mean, it kind of like screws up what was once was
1: and you know now that you say that the way you said it it also brings me back to like the current themes and the current conversation a lot of folks are having about masculinity and femininity femininity femininity, i can't say that femininity yeah that and you know kind of just like that fluidity as well um because you know i think the big idea with gender fluidity is that uh you know they argue at least biologically because some folks have different X chromosomes and Y chromosomes. And even though you're, you may be born with a penis, you may have more Y chromosomes than X. And like, technically you're, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think it like, that's part of it. Um, but like, I'm, I'm wondering now, you know, how that then affects folks who are not included in this subgroup. And, you know, their approach to life. And I only look.
0: See, I, that's what I said. I respect those people. Like yeah. I respect them. I have total respect for them. Like I, like I work with those people, you know, I have a lot of love for them. You know, I, I really try to help them. um, And like, you know, I, I respect them. I work with all types of people. Like, yeah. you know, so I have a lot of respect for those
1: people. So in, in two parts, right. Because mm-hmm. I guess I'm existentialist, just like you said you were mm-hmm. in the sense that our two and eight, goals in life as humans is a to survive and b to reproduce you know what is the how is that affecting you mentioned how it breaks down families but also like how is it breaking down the mating system mm-hmm. right the reproduction system mm-hmm. as well where there is this um gray area or you know even this area yeah. of confusion or, or whatever it is um where uh folks are then now having trouble finding compatibility and chemistry in partnership and, you know, having healthy families as well. Um, so we can continue to survive as a society, society. Right. And it's going to be our downfall
0: almost like if we start going on this realm, I think honestly, like think about that. Think about two non-binary parents. How the hell does that look like? What does that look like? Like having two non-binary, like, okay. So like, I don't classify myself as a male, and you don't classify yourself as a female, even though you are a female. But I'm not a male, and you're a female. So, like, then, like, <laughs> what is that? I mean,
1: would they still have sex the same way? I mean, it. I mean, depends what their sexual, chem. I don't know. Biologically, what are they? I guess. I mean, right? but they would
0: still have the sex the same way, right? Like- <laughs> you love that shit. <laughs>
1: I mean, it depends if one person has the penis and the other one has the vagina, right? They could both have vaginas. But what if he
0: doesn't or... want to be the male and he's the male, and then the woman doesn't want to be the woman because she classifies, bi- or, or they're non-binary? So like, penises yeah, yeah. don't mean anything then, or vaginas don't mean anything.
1: I think that's a stretch. I think that I think it's still I think they're still you know biological. But you
0: see, like the right? psychological part versus yeah. the biological part, you can't deny. Like I think then if you start denying that, isn't that like a delusion? Like if you start saying like I'm not I'm not a I'm not a male but then you have a penis so then are you not going to use your penis because you classify yourself as not a male and that's a male organ?
1: I think that then goes what you said before when you um you you, t- you told me you know one thing is gender another thing is sexuality yeah so I think that it goes back to that where there's mm. fluidity in one side and there could also be fluidity in the other side. Ah. Uh-huh. And then, like, somewhere in the middle, there is a perfect uh, compatibility mesh. Hey, man, I don't know. I don't know. Uh (laughs) I don't know. At the end of the day, man, it is what it is. I don't, you know.
0: Hey, man, fuck it. Cheers. Uh (laughs) We're living in a fucking gender fluid society in New York. Fuck it. Like, I, I just respect everyone's ex- fucking that's way what was of gonna being. I to man. I respect it. I respect it. it. I, I, I honestly, like, I know I came off strong today, but, like, I'm just speaking the truth for people yeah. who probably bite their tongue and shit. But at the end of the day, I respect all gender fluidity and stuff like that. But do I agree with it? No, I don't.
1: That's what I was going to say. Like, I, I just don't agree with it. I can respect it. It doesn't mean I have to agree with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of I can respect it,
0: but I'm just not going to agree with that. Like, that's just not my forte. I don't, I don't roll that way. Like, I'm not going to go around telling people I'm non-binary when I know I'm a man. I mean, if you want me to do that, then that's your problem, and I'm not going to do that. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, if you really want me to do that, then what are you doing? You're pushing an agenda onto me. And, like, as a therapist, I never do that. I don't push agendas on people. Right. I understand people. I listen to people. I talk to people. I I freaking, I care about the world to understand what I don't believe in. Right. So I guess going back to the main question of today's podcast episode is that what does gender fluidity, how does gender fluidity affect society? And I think we can all agree with the fact that, or maybe you want to argue, we could debate it, that I think it has a negative impact on society. Yeah. Yeah, because all the things that we just talked about. Right. It confuses people. It causes me anxiety, which I'm pretty sure people also have that same anxiety. It um, disrupts cultures, Mm -hmm. especially the Latino culture. Right. I'm not saying Latinx. I'm saying Latino culture. And it family. It it it, it dismantles families and it, it just like is a whole new thing. I mean it's it's crazy, man. Like I've seen it happen in front of me. Like a whole family gets separated because of this belief. And it's crazy. So that's that's uh that is it for today's uh podcast show. If you have any questions, any statements that you want to say, any any feelings, let's hear it.
1: Uh, feelings take it to your therapist
0: right? uh, yeah take it to the therapist about the we're not your
1: therapist
0: or bring it to me i'll be a therapist you, hey hit him up i'll be you a on therapist. psychology today yeah, I yeah, check man, you hit me up hit me up and then you know we'll, we'll leave it at that for today and yeah that's about it yes sir all right cheers man
1: gender fluidity i don't jack that nope but respect always always respect